Hello there. Welcome to Salibeki Talks, a place where you'll find words of encouragement that will help you to navigate the inner healing journey so that you can heal inside out. I am your host, Sally Becky Makungu. There are moments in life where we will find ourselves battling with doubt because maybe of the things that are happening around us or the challenges that we are facing. There are times God is going to tell us to do some things, but there's going to be an attack on what you are doing or you may feel intimidated by what God is calling you to do and you just feel like you're not qualified to do that thing. So you reach a point where you start battling with imposter syndrome. There are just so many reasons why we as believers, especially in this world, can reach a point and we start to doubt everything. We start doubting whether we are doing the right thing, are we saying the right things, and are we going in the right direction because of all that is happening around us. But it's important for us to keep on holding on to the word of God as we go through these challenging times knowing that God is with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He will never fail us. Today, I want us to look at John 15, 16. It says, You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. So let's look at the first part. It says, you did not choose me. Those words, they look so simple. You can just skim through and, you know, go to the next verse. But they're so important. When you know that you being in this world, it's not because you brought yourself here or because uh, your parents made a mistake and stuff like that. It is because God chose you. He put you in this world for such a time as this to accomplish a purpose, to accomplish certain things in this world. You're part of his story. You're part of the larger picture. Your life is not just for where you are right now. Your life is not limited to the challenges that you're facing right now. Whatever you're going through, does not block God from using you. It, it does not prevent you from being part of God's story, whether you're saved or you're not. That is whether you're a believer in Jesus Christ or not. Your life right now does not limit you from being part of God's bigger picture. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You're here for a purpose. So you did not choose yourself. You didn't um, bring yourself into this world. It is God who intentionally brought you into this world. Now, it may come off like you, you were a mistake to your parents, but it doesn't mean that you're a mistake to God. So you, you were chosen by God. He numbered the days of your life when you were not even born, when you were yet formed, in your mother's womb, God already knew 
that should exist. And that should give us courage to face each day one step at a time. No matter what we are going through, we should know that at the end of it all, whether people have rejected you, whether you have rejected you, it doesn't matter because God has accepted you and you just need to surrender to him. If you've not given your life to Jesus, then it's about time you gave you, you, you surrendered your life to him and accepted him as your Lord and Savior. And then you'll be able now to start this intimate relationship with him so that you can know why you are here. If you are a Christian, but you don't have an intimate relationship, then it's time to work on that relationship with him. If you are in a relationship with God and is leading you to a different thing, maybe you have a calling in your life, maybe he's promoting you, or maybe he's calling you into a season of rest, you need to trust in God knowing that he chose you for this season. In this particular season, he's calling you in whichever direction he's taking you to. He knows what he's doing. He knows what is, where he's taking you, and he knows what will happen. He knows your end from the beginning, and God never gets off track. At the end of it all, he's the Alpha and Omega. So he says, you did not choose me. You did not choose God. You did not choose Jesus. You did not choose to be in this world. But he chose you. And not just that. He appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. Again, it does not matter where you are. God chose you. You did not choose him. You did not write God a letter and ask him, I want to be born in this and this family, to be here in this and this century, in this and this season. God, I want to be going through this, this and this season. No, you did not choose him. He chose you and appointed you. Even though you don't know what God has planned for you, he has plans for you. Even though you're not walking in the plans that God has for you, those plans exist. He has written them in, his, in, in a book about you. You can find that in Psalms 139. There's a book that is written of you, of the things you're going to do, of the life you're going to live. But it's up to you to choose. Are you going to take the path of God? Because all of us are given a choice. We are told somewhere in Deuteronomy, choose, choose either life or death. Make a choice. And then God goes ahead and tells us, choose life. Even gives us the answer to that, to that quiz, if I may say. It tells you choose life. And Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. So when it tells us to choose life, it's telling us choose Jesus, choose my son. And when you do that, you're going to bear fruit, not just any fruit, fruit that will remain. Now, many people are doing many things in this world. And it is so easy for us to look up to them and to admire them 
And I believe it's good to even learn from people who are not served. It's okay to learn some things from the people of the world because God does use them. If God used Nebuchadnezzar, God used Cyrus. Yet he says of Cyrus, even he anointed Cyrus. He knew Cyrus, equipped him, yet Cyrus did not know him. Maybe later on he knew him. That's why he was able to do the things of God. But way before Cyrus is born, in Isaiah 45, we see God talking about Cyrus. He's not yet born. He says all these things that Cyrus is going to do way, way, way before he's born. And it's the, the same is true about you. Way before you were born, from the foundation of the world, God knew you would exist, what you would do, and stuff like that. He has plans for you. So it can be overwhelming. And you, for some of us, you're wondering, what am I doing in this world? Why am I here? Why am I going through all these challenges? Why is life so difficult? But could it be that you're trying to detect your life like as if you chose God? You people say, I found God. But is it really that way? If you really think about it. Because it's the Holy Spirit who starts to deal with our hearts and then we give our lives to Jesus. So it may be just a saying, but really when we think about it, do we really find God or is it the Holy Spirit that actually comes and deals with our hearts and then we start walking in that path? I don't mean to digress. Okay, let's just continue. So you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you. If you're feeling like your life is meaningless, meaningless like right now, I need you to remember this, that you have been chosen by God and he has appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. Are you bearing fruit in whatever you're doing? Whatever you're doing, is it God who called you? And if God called you, are you bearing fruit? And will that fruit remain? You know, those are just so many different things in between that we can deal with from you knowing you're not here by accident you are chosen by god he has appointed you to do something somewhere so if you feel like whatever you're doing is not really meaningful or impactful the way you want maybe it is time to go to god and ask him, you might find that you're doing the right thing, but not the right way. And for some people, you may be doing something, and on the outside you look so successful, but in reality, it is not according to God's plans for your life. So it's not just about also being appointed, but it's also about bearing fruit. Because there are so many people who are called, but few are chosen. Very few people 
have been called and they're showing up and they're showing up confidently. But really, when you look right now, some of these people are not bearing fruit. What could be the reason that God has called you and you're not bearing fruit? So it's important for us to know this verse because in a way it takes the pressure off you because now you have to look to Jesus. He chose you. He has to tell me what I need to do in this world. And not just that. He has to help me. I lean on him and he helps me, enables me to bear fruit. And not just any fruit, fruit that will remain. So, are you living your life in a way that God has called you? Are you sure that whatever you're doing is according to the book that is written of you. And if you're doing that, are you bearing fruit? If not, what could be the reason if all you're doing is toiling, toiling, toiling with no fruit? What could be the, the problem? What door is open in your life that is causing you to toil and you keep rotating around this same thing you're really showing up but you have nothing to show for it because it's not just about showing up and doing and doing and doing and you have nothing to show for it jesus says here that you should go and bear fruit and fruit that will remain yes you're bearing fruit but does it have an eternal value? You're making all that money. Does that money have an eternal value? You're making all those friends and you're impacting lives. But are you impacting lives in a way that it has an eternal value? Are people going to come to you in heaven and say, thank you? You helped me. And you're like, how? And they tell you, you did this and this and you did this and this. And now I'm here, or it helps me to, to, to know the word of God and stuff like that. Or it impacted me in such a way that I started seeking after God. So in the midst of all that is happening around us, it's so easy to get discouraged. But I just love to encourage you and even myself to remember this verse that. We are not here by mistake. We are here for a purpose. And this purpose is not just something small. It has an eternal value. And so even when we show up, as long as we know it's in places we've been appointed, in due time, we shall reap a harvest. Sometimes it takes long. Some things take time. But it doesn't matter that God does not want us to succeed or he has abandoned us if you're battling with imposter syndrome remember you did not choose jesus he chose you and you did not choose yourself jesus appointed you because he wants you to bear fruit that will last and if he qualifies you then we shouldn't be worried about men qualifying us of who is more educated than you and who is more presentable than you. 
just show up in that capacity that you've been called the way god wants you to show up right now show up doesn't mean you don't improve yourself improve yourself learn expand your knowledge study the word pray ask god to to give you the spirit of wisdom spirit of an understanding spirit of of counsel and might that is according to isaiah 11 and then show up but don't allow the enemy to cause you to battle with imposter syndrome or doubt or fear to the degree that you don't show up. In fact, that yesterday I read in Hebrews, I think Hebrews 10, uh, that the end, is it verse 36 or something? It says, when we, sh- God, it, dis- it displeases God. It doesn't please God when we shrink back. So whatever God is calling you to do, if you shrink back and you say, no, I'm not good enough. Uh, I can't do this. I feel like a fraud. And so you're not showing up the way God wants you to show up. You displease God. That really had me wake up because I've been stalling for over a week or two in showing up and doing what God has called me. I've been battling with imposter syndrome and all these things, doubt, fear, and all that, and just thinking, no, I think I'm making a mistake. And then I read that in Hebrews 10, that if I shrink back from all that God has told me, and when I look at the promises God has given me, they're so huge, I don't see how I will make it. I don't see how someone like me will make it really if i'm being vulnerable i just don't see how and that's how god led me to this this verse in john 15:16 reminding me that i'm not the one who chose him i'm not the one who chose to do what i'm doing in fact if I'm being honest, I've been fighting this for so long. I knew, I've always known this is something I'm supposed to do. But I've been running away and fighting back. And while before, previously, there were reasons that could really validate why I was running. But I've gone through the cleansing process that I don't have any other reason. Because now I know the issues that were causing me to, to doubt and fear, God has dealt with them. And maybe that is you. Maybe you're like me, doubting. Yeah, God is telling you like Elisha to burn the plow and follow him. Leave everything behind. Follow me. And you're just like, but you know this and that and that. Elisha went back to his family, but he was going to say goodbye. But maybe for you, it's not saying goodbye You want to stay there a little longer. You want to hold on to some things a little longer. Yet God is telling you, burn the plow like Elisha and follow me. Or maybe you're in the world, you're parting and all this. And deep down in your heart, you know, God is calling you to become a believer and to start serving him. And you're just like, no, I still need time to party. We are not assured of tomorrow. We don't know if Jesus will come back 
in the next few hours. So we can't keep stalling the things of God. Maybe you're going through a promotion or God is telling you to deal with some things, some patterns that are in your life, that have been in your family for such a long time. But you've seen how other people that have been in that position, they're the repairers of the bridge. You've seen how much struggle they've had to go through. And you're like, no, I'm not going to go through. I'm going to settle with the less. If I have to go through that pain like them, then I don't want. But God has chosen you, has appointed you for such a time as this. If you love God, you're going to do what he's telling you. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And when we shrink back, we displease God. That can feel like a slap across the face. And yes, it felt like that. It somehow hurt me because it meant now I had no option for me personally. Some people have options. They can still choose to disobey God. But from my own perspective, that really removed every other option and only left me with one option. And that is following God, walking with him no matter what. No matter the persecution, no matter the, um, you know, the things you go, especially when you, you open up your life to the outside world. You're, you're, you're allowing strangers into parts of your life. It can be really difficult, but God is telling us, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. When we follow the path that God has given us, then the desires he places in our hearts, so that we are able, when we even ask for those things, then God gives them to us. Will you take that path? Will you deal with that fear? And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Will you choose to fight through this? Will you choose to please God despite everything, despite every mountain that is standing before you? I hope you found this helpful. Until next time, bye.